Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am Jennifer Rizzio, founder of Soul Language, and I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity, create a life based on freedom. This is Ask and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And today I'm with Eva Benare, and we are talking about how to get out of your own way to succeed. Hello, Eva. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited. Yay! Yay. <laughs> um, so I always start with the, the same question, which is, what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? To stop ignoring me. That's what it keeps sharing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it's consistent. Rather than going into each time I decided to do so, yeah, it's, it's the consistent message is basically ends with, Stop ignoring. I love that. And so I'm sure that that is going to lead brilliantly into our topic today, which is how to get out of your own way to succeed. So what's the first way that we kind of trip ourselves up in this kind of um, floundering instead of thriving? Well, my continued story is some version of this. I come up with the brilliant idea. (laughs) And then I give myself all the reasons why I can't right now. So for example, I started this business, the Elevate Institute in 2011. And it was a side hustle at the time because I thought I knew better to have a full-time job at the same time because for whatever reason, the number of reasons I had were, you know, plentiful. I needed health insurance for my girls. I didn't want to put them through the up and down of an entrepreneurship. I wanted something more stable. I wanted, you know, all these things that we think a job provides us, you know, and uh, I continued that work and muddled through a very difficult, um, gosh, job after job that burnt out and gave me trouble with, you know, all these things that, that I no longer have to deal with being laid off because of I was in construction. So all these things that <laughs> seemingly were out of my control, I, I could have taken the reins at any time by guess what going, Oh, I have this great idea with this business. I should pursue it. And I just chose not to. Yeah. So when people are getting that leading, what is your suggestion about how do they begin to follow that? Well, what I've, what I've learned for myself works really well is, is to take pen to paper. And in that idea, the brilliance of your idea that you want to do, because I can actually see this uh, in my work too. I can see it in the hair mineral test. I can see if a person has made a decision to do something, but has decided that they know better and they're not going to take the action steps. It actually becomes a physical manifestation in the body. Okay. I want to pause for that. Okay. (laughs) Because everyone goes, wait, what hair? So what is that? (laughs) Like what the heck? Okay. So let's go back. Why we even are giving you our hair hair to begin with. Um, I'm creepy and I take hair. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry. I just have this. uh, There's a show called Coupling where he he like tries to pick up this woman and he's like, no, it's not like I carry women's ears in boxes or anything. (laughs) Okay. So you take a hash sample to help people what? The whole purpose of what I do is it's whole healthcare. So it, and it's not traditional. We're not talking about taking some blood and, and, and getting a diagnosis and saying, this is what's wrong with you. It's more about, let's see how your body processes everything that you take in. And a perfect 
historical record of how your body processes everything that you eat, drink, and breathe is found in your hair. So I take a little bit of hair and then that is digested down and reveals to me 22 different macro minerals, nutrients, and the toxic metals you have. Okay. That's freaking amazing. And okay. So let's go back about when we make a decision or when we deny ourselves or our truth or our purpose, it then literally shows up in the body and you can see that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a nuance ratio. I call it's between two different levels like calcium and magnesium. And if that level is the ratio itself is elevated beyond what I would consider, you know, um, just somebody who's pre-diabetic, you know, I can see that too, by the way, but once, once it reaches an accelerated, like we're off the charts with the, 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 the rate we go, we would need more paper to chart where this thing goes. And that's the point when I know I ask a person right then, I, I don't, they don't have to tell me. It's like, I'm reading their mind. I go, did you, did, how did you find that out? And I says, I can see it on your chart. You've made a decision to do something, but you've decided not to do it. And I always 100%. Yeah, you're right. I have. And so from that, it's the, well, why haven't you? And we dig in and it's the pen to paper. All right, let's, let's discuss it. Let's look at this. I mean, I wish you could see my, my, like that just, I mean, I can, I get it because I like, you could all hear that I have a sore throat and it's allergy season, blah, blah, blah. But this always happens to me where I'm, where I don't speak up. And then I have to outburst and then I judge myself and I get sick. So like I, I, this happens to me once a year, I do this. It's my big one. And then I'm good for the rest of the year. We're going to not do it next year. Right. But um, so I can, I can tell you, I know it shows up in the body, but what I find really fascinating now, there's actual physical proof that it shows up in your body. So then that just gives us all more incentive to listen to our soul uh, and, and not kind of think our way through life. So, okay, so it's showing up in the hair. How do we then um, clear up any of the debris that's left over from making bad decisions? And how do we make good decisions in the future? Well, it, it aren't, I mean, we're built in with this beautiful navigation system called emotions. And part of when we don't feel good in the body, when we feel anxious, when we feel a sensation of, oh, I should have done that, or the anticipation and disappointment that comes with, I have an idea, but I can't seem to bring myself to the next natural step to get it done. That, that whole holding ourselves back. Um, how, do we, how do we move forward? Well, what's the opposite of holding back? It, it's, it's the, what steps can I take. And I think there's, there's an immediate need to, if well, I can't do any of it, I'm not going to decide to do any of it at all. And, and the doors are shut. And my question to everybody that I'm in this conversation with is, and including myself is, well, what can I do? What, what are my options? And that opens that just asking the question seems to do something to our thinking mind that makes possibility space, Love makes it. room for it. Yeah. And so you have the, you know, what used to be a closed off room or an environment where there is no change. It's kind of like playing one of those puzzles where in order to make the picture right, you have to move the squares first, the right one. And then that. I hate well, those puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's, especially if, if, if it comes off track or they're, they're, they're budging against each other and you can't get it to move the way you think it should move. And like, it's very frustrating. And I think that our, 
inability to see what the smallest step is in, you know, in those puzzles. We take our problem of, I want to achieve this goal. Spirit has led me to make this decision. I don't know how our job is to not know how, right? Our job is to just take steps forward. And when we take steps forward, we get there to whatever small step that is, even if it's just mentioning it to your best friend, I have this great idea. And then they're going to go, oh, I know just the person who can help you. But if you kept it to yourself and decided not to say anything, you wouldn't have that new connection. Right. Yeah. I was going to say you're screwed. (laughs) Right. Same. (laughs) Okay. So I actually really, I mean, you just, we all know this, like, like, if you're in a line, your body's realigned, like we all know this, but you made it so apparently visually clear for me that I'm like, okay, we're going to get on the straight and narrow, Jen. Like we're going to even do better, so to speak. (laughs) But so what practices then do you put in place to, in my verbiage, stay on the straight and narrow? I have made a practice of really paying attention to the feelings I'm allowing myself to live with that are lower than neutral. And shame. you just so everyone knows shame, fear, anger, yeah. right? Those. Yeah. Um, it, uh, the, the most insidious ones are the, are the, the low level. Um, I'm so disappointed that, that person let me down that living with disappointment of what other people haven't done for me. I have to realize that taking poison myself in, in that form, you know, taking poison of feeling badly about that um, doesn't affect the other person. <laughs> so it affects me. And it, that low level and anxiety, the anger, the, you know, it, it, it bubbles up, it becomes cumulative. It becomes something that we're suddenly lashing out at, at people and friends and road rage. And, you know, if you get the chance to drive anymore, it, it, it comes out in various places. And you may, I pride myself as a person who does not blow up at people who seemingly don't deserve it. And so I watch myself, <laughs> but not everybody does that. You know, you, right. you hear that, you hear that often, are you, you're taking out your anger on me or, or the famous one, the guy tells the girl, you must be having PMS, which oh. don't ever do that. <laughs> I just got mad. <laughs> So just like no, yeah, can cannot cannot do that. No, no, no. You did something that made me angry. So I'm gonna take it out on you personally. And so I make sure that these are two things. So and so the the one is what am I living with that I've allowed myself to live with that suddenly my internal navigation, my emotional state suddenly feels normal and comfortable, but I'm only comfortable because I've been there for a while. So there needs to be contrast and what brings you out of the contrast is interaction. Um, yeah. yeah. So and that- just so you know, that comment about, Oh, you must be on your period. That's a narcissistic comment, by the way. Yeah. Right. That's a gaslighting <laughs> technique Yes. <laughs> that that individual is not paying attention to what their, uh, their responsibility or what they're putting into the world or, or even, uh, right. So just so you know, in case you've heard that, that's gaslighting and that's a narcissistic tendency. So just make a check note in that box. Uh, okay. So how then can we, or what's your practice of releasing those really stuck energies that have been with us? 
for a while that are continuing doing damage to our mind, body, and spirit. Not a small question, by the way. No, it's it's not. It's not. But, and, and for, for every question like that, there is a perfect solution for each individual person. Like how they do it as individual as your thumbprint. It really is. That's my new favorite saying is your healthcare is as individual as your thumbprint. Um, and and I, I think that's true with meditation. That's true with journaling. That's true with a, bu- a bunch of different things. But for me, what I choose is a really simple meditation technique, which is a derivative of Joe Dispenza's work, where he goes into this meditation, very easy one, where he's, I reclaim all the energies that are mine, uh, love and excitement and joy that I've given to others. I reclaim it now and let it come back to me. Beautiful. I do, which I didn't even know he did that, by the way. I do that. I co-create with the divine that all things, nope, I'm sorry, I'm doing another one. I call back with divine intelligence, all the thing, all the power I gave away consciously or unconsciously to another, to a situation, to a thing, and to experience. I call back with divine love, will, and grace, and bless all involved, and so be it. Yeah, very beautiful. Very, very much the same type of energy and the same result. Right. Yeah. But it's reclaiming, reclaiming the power. And it's amazing how um, full you can feel, especially if you're sensitive that you can see energies moving. If in the theater of the mind, you can see energies coming back to you as opposed to seeing holes in your auric field. Like I, I can see all of that stuff. And so when, when the energies are coming back towards me, it's, it's um, I, I feel more topped up, if you will. Like I've just yeah. put gas in my tank, yeah. A, gr- a beautiful. So um, what has been that big question that you've been asking yourself lately? Big question I've been asking myself. I do, I, I do, um, I focus on what, how am I feeling? And I, that doesn't seem like a very big question, but uh, I was recently involved with a narcissistic partner. I didn't, it, it slowly dawned on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're clever it's clever you, you know it's uh, a very clever thing he was masterful like really really good and it, the red flags I went was that was that, was that a red flag I mean I'm trained <laughs> to look for them so I'm like wow this is this is master level stuff so I know that in the short period of time where we were connected uh as I was able to to witness uh I also was able to feel constantly drained and I kept man thinking, I don't feel like he's purposely draining me. This cannot be coming from this relationship. But sure enough, that's what it was. And so I felt, I felt like I've been a, a train that was just knocked off half, half of the track, you know. <laughs> so getting back on track has been a constant, uh, for me, a constant uh, attempt at <clears throat> where am I holding either resentment, a grudge, anger, a sense of wanting to get back vengeance or yell and scream. It's not like, where am I, where, where can I take responsibility for my part in this and ignoring the signs and moving forward anyways and giving him a second and third chance. And so finally I said, you know what? These things aren't, they don't line up living my own truth and saying you did X, Y, and Z. You're not taking responsibility for them. I am now taking responsibility for it and saying we're done. And that led to me taking the responsibility for putting myself back on that train track because nobody else is going to do it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no amount of blame or saying he is a narcissist and that's his problem. Yeah, it is. And he's going to live the karma of that every moment of his waking life. There is no cure for, for narcissism, but there is a healing right. <laughs> for people who are impacted by them. 
and it has nothing to do with the other person. In fact, the interaction has led me to a whole new level. So this is my big question. What is the next level in my relationships? I'm nodding my head, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> because if I encountered a master narcissist like that and was able to say, uh-uh, then I'm ready for something new. So my question is, what's next? I'm yeah. Ready. And what I really love about this conversation is that, you know, how much love you're offering yourself and not beating yourself up, right? Because, you know, master intuitives or, or highly trained coaches would go, oh my God, how come I didn't see that? Oh, you know, people are clever. And, you know, it's just a, a more opportunity for you to love yourself more and express more. And I would love to see it, what that looks like in your hair sample. Do you know what I mean? Like how, like, right? Like there's the shift and look, woo, look at this glorious new hair, right? Like this like infused bit of energy right there when, when we firmly accept and love who we are. So um, Eva, how do people get more of your goodness? Oh, the easiest thing to do is to connect with me on my website. And I have a really fun thing there for you, for the brave, for the brave of heart. <laughs> so on theelevateinstitute.com, don't forget the T-H-E in the beginning. So T-H-E, theelevateinstitute.com. On the homepage, it says, uh, the button, it says, yes, reveal it to me. And, and it's revealing illness hiding on your face. If you submit a selfie to me with no makeup, that's why I say you need to be brave. <laughs> if you wear makeup, we're going to reveal it all. And it's my eyes on your selfie. And I will be able to see what's going on with your heart, your liver, your kidneys, your spleen. If you're drinking enough water and if you're living in your purpose, I can see all of that on your face. And I do it for free. And I remember you did that. And I just went light bulb. Remember you did that. And it was freaking awesome. I was like, <laughs> I'm never like, it takes a lot to kind of get me speechless, everyone. And wow. I was like, oh, Oh, wow. That's really cool. Um, wow. All right. Whew. Is there one thing that you want the audience that's listening today to remember? Do not believe for one second that anything you are experiencing that is uncomfortable, <clears throat> including loss of eyesight, going gray, getting wrinkles, don't ever think that they're normal for your age. Nice. I love it. Okay. Uh, and my last question is, if you were a magnet and whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Oh, gosh, I, I, I have a wonderful answer for this. Fire beware. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I want to thank you so much for uh, just, um, just being you. And uh Everyone, I'm going to strongly suggest that you take this amazing woman up on her offer. She, she's truly amazing. She's one of the people that has impacted my life. And I don't even think she knows how much she's impacted my life. Aww. So um, really, like, there's this, there's this amazing, talented uh, wisdom here that's uh, offering you something. Uh, sign up. So with that, Eva, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a treat. Yay. You all have been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul with Jennifer Rizzio. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community. Leave a comment, write a review, rate it, or contact me directly. And again, most of all, 
contact my guests because they are amazing. Okay, everyone, stay connected and bye for now. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's no, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid.